From Wakefield Around, it's the Nolan Carr at Night Show starring Nolan Carr and inviting you to join Nolan and his guest this week, Robert Cruz Perry, back to the show. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Nolan. Hey everyone, welcome for a new edition of the podcast this week. It's kind of out later than usual, but I'm so happy you're here for season three, episode three of the podcast. We've got a great guest this week, Robert Cruz Perry, coming back on for the Jordan episode number six. For him, his appearance number six, I should say. I'm so happy you got so much things to talk about life catching up and NBA free agency, of course, and the Olympics and so much more. So stay with us right back with the new segment and then the interview afterwards. See you soon. And welcome back to the show. I'm so appreciative of you staying with us through the commercial break. It means so much to me. I thank you very much for staying with us. Now let's get straight to it. To start the news cycle, new audio was recently released of the new poster of the poster board to say the QOPS California representative Kevin McCarthy joking about how easy it would be to hit Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi with a gavel if he were to be Speaker of the House. <laughs> what McCarthy thinks is funny isn't nearly as funny as him actually thinking he'd be the Speaker of the House if elected or in the next election, I should say. You know, there's a better chance of there not being another reboot of a horror franchise than him becoming Speaker of the House. But, you know, even if the Q- QOP or the ho- the uh, party of corruption were to win um, the House back, what makes you think that the childless, creepy uncle would be um, elected as House Speaker instead of, you know, everyone's favorite great aunt who spent too much time at club li- uh, club plastic surgery? Boomsh, as I stutter. In some festive type of news, the the home the Home Depot is selling get this twenty foot Halloween inflatables that look something straight out of fucking the nineteen late nineteen sixties Scooby Doo TV series. This shit was so scary, I bet it scared the diabetes off a fat person. In some medical news, Doctor Fauci said that the U.S. will not lock down again to curb COVID nineteen, but quote things are about to get worse, as the Delta variant fuels a surge of COVID cases recently. Dr. Fauci is saying this is like having bad experiences on uh, roller coasters in the past, and then you go to like six flags and like, fuck it, I'm going on another roller coaster, and you throw up because it's gone up and down more times than a uh, fraternity sweetheart on a Friday night. Boom. In, um, in some Trump accepting defeat level susness, a Maryland woman apparently drove around with the dead bodies of her niece and nephew for months before they were found during her arrest last Wednesday on the side of the road. At that point, Jeffrey Dahmer was like, yeah, fuck this, I'm out here. It's too fucking sketchy. <laughs> Boom. And, you know, this is so weird that, you know, even the photos of Joe Biden hugging and kissing small children makes me feel more comfortable than a adult hot talkie eater driving around the own morgue in the back of her car. It's interesting tech news. Twitter is offering a $3,500 reward for people who can help fix apparent racial and gender bias and its image cropping algorithm. And then once I do that, because, you know, they're definitely going to be able to do that, they're going to find every cure for every cancer possible and the common gold and then give that medication to everyone in the world. You know, this, to me, this just seems like a, a couple dozen gender studies and philosophy majors, you know, wanting to cancel a bunch of people all of a sudden. Boom. Last Thursday, Scott Jansen filed a lawsuit against Disney, claiming the company's release of the film simultaneously on Disney Plus and in theaters was a breach of contract. You may have heard about this, this bullshit, stupid stuff. For someone whose character is already dead, spoilers for those who haven't seen the last two Endgame movies. And, you know, uh, for someone who still needs to rely on this as well, you know, it, it, to stay relevant, you know, it's kind of sad that, you know, the state she agreed on in their contract, you know, being offended by it and not being the right one. I don't know. It's, it's fucking stupid and making a big deal. I don't get it. Then again, good for her for getting this attention for, you know, 
this character that, you know, first of all, isn't even a fucking superhero. And, you know, she gained this interest because, you know, she hasn't been relevant besides Marvel in the last, I don't know how long. According to a recent story in the Huffington Post, Matt Damon said his daughter taught him not to use the, quote, F-slur for homosexuals only months ago at age, age 50 years old. How in the blue fucking hell at 50 years old do you just stop doing this now? Like, I just, I don't get it, you know, and now this is coming out, like, which also gets me pissed because, like, how do you, and I'm putting down my notes, how do you do this and still pretend like you're, like, the good boy or, like, uh, one of the nice people in Hollywood? I, I don't get it. Like, how? Like, it just, it, it, it doesn't make sense. It's, it's also what gets me annoyed. It's also, like, you know, those 55 and over people who are on like talent shows like AGT are like, oh yeah, I'm finally doing this because I finally believe in myself and I have motivation and I want to make a dream out of this. It's like, give me a fucking break. He just needs to be canceled by Antifa like his buddy Harvey Weinstein already. Last Wednesday was announced that after 25 seasons, Arthur will be canceled after the completion of his 2022 winter season. After many years of the less cringier show than the L Dance Boy Caillou, the show is getting killed off after many silent nights on PBS across the country. You know, it's kind of sad when more people in the last 10 years have watched C-SPAN during the day when it's on than aren't there in the last decade. Let's see, oh, the last one. And finally, to close out this week's news cycle on the show, according to Digital Culture Insider, there have been videos surfacing about $200,000 shopping sprees and influencers' money have been found to be addic- addictive and harmful, experts say. First of all, who in the fucking hell thinks that this stuff is important to watch like who gives a shit on what people buy that's their fucking money i I just i I don't get it's similar to the fact like joe rogan and brandon Trump coming out with a new comedy special on netflix i don't give a shit like i I really don't care about how many views uh influencer on tiktok gets on their instagram stories let alone what people like uh uh, kathy griffin other hack celebrities spend their money on it's their money get the hell out of here i I don't give a shit that's what happened the news on this week's episode of the Nolan Cart new Nolan Cart Night New Show. Not saying when I said the Nolan Cart at Night podcast show, whatever you want to call fucking call it. I don't know. Um stay with us right back with the rest of the program and our guests this week, Robert Cruz Perry on the show. See you soon, folks. Five. One. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Nolan Car at Night Show without the do I just I want to get straight to it and joining me again on this show uh, and I always appreciate is the one and only Robert Cruz Perry my dear friend I thank you for coming back on I appreciate it you know I always love to be back we back again yeah I don't know which one this is oh, this, is, this is six I think this is six because I think you made number five this is our Jordan episode yes the, the Jordan episode the last but this isn't the last dance Let's hope we know Charlotte uh, Bobcat, Hornet thing either, Washington Wizards type of thing where he comes back at the end. No, um, but no, I, I thought, you know, and as I mentioned during the uh, the uh, b- little chat beforehand, uh, we, I had some other, my own, and I don't want to, for my viewers out there, say, oh, yeah, uh, I don't want to make it seem like, you know, Rob was on my mind. Obviously, I know, and Rob knows that he would, he, he's always available when need be, and would, would definitely do something for myself. So I, I thought, who who better else to ask the clown? Because with, with with my guest, Mr. Rob here, he's always someone who's coherent and it always paying attention and can always hold the conversation is very valuable in his time. So I appreciate it. But I thought, you know, there's a lot of shit that happened this past last week and a half, two weeks in the NBA free agency. So I thought mm-hmm. no better than a, a dear friend of mine who knows quite a bit about the sport of basketball. Um, but no, how's it been? I know we saw each other a few uh, recently, you know, at uh Applebee's with the rest of uh, that gaggle of people, but what's been going on in Uncle Rob's life since like 
since we last uh, were in person together? Nothing much. Just still working at the camp, some other stuff, but pretty much smooth sailing for the most part. Smooth, smooth. Sa- I mean, that's that's what it is. We had laser gate the other day. I wanted to mention. I know I mentioned that the other day. I, I was. It was. I. I mentioned it to Ryan today because he wasn't at work. Cause he had this awful, awful headache, so I had to. Mm-hmm. I had to. Uh, uh, meet at least to his standards not being there in dodgeball and i said it was like the Viet Cong dropping from the trees on the ho chi Minh trail i was i was pelting them making kids cry, cry headshots it was tremendous um i got i got bell out accidentally and i hit her left shoulder her left like collarbone area and she's like good thing that was my right one i'm like oh you're fine <laughs> Uh, but no, no, when we're at, when we're at Laser Gate, we we're playing, and there were kids everywhere. One direction, bam, getting me. In another direction, bam. They were all triple teaming and getting on me, and it was ridiculous. And they're all camping out. So the last few rounds, we won't discuss them too well, but finished in the top half. But uh, it was, it was it's always enjoyable there, and always a few kids crying because uh, they didn't have yeah. enough time at the uh, at the uh, um, prize grip tent. They don't have any more like nachos and stuff like that anymore there. No more food. No more food. I was gonna because I didn't pack my lunch, or I, I, I was I should have, but I didn't. My mother didn't give me a sandwich, so I just had chips and stuff. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna go get nachos, either nachos there or like fucking uh, chicken tenders, whatever. But no, just candy and chips and drinks. That's annoying. Slushy. So it's like, oh, great. So I'm gonna have two bags of chips, fucking candy, and an ice cream sandwich. Um, but no, I got there and uh, it was just stupid. And then of course when we we're leaving. This fucking kid that that's at our camp this week, who is totally not insane. No, he is. Um, we were getting on the bus, about to leave Fall River to get back. We're already late leaving. Um, was like, yeah, I gotta go to the bathroom. And I'm like, well, boo hoo! I'm not walking at five fucking flights of steps just for you to go to the bathroom for twenty minutes. So that was that was enjoyable seeing him not try to piss the, on the bus. And um, uh, that wasn't. We had a few kids crying because they bought they bought a. Uh, they bought what, stupid shit and it broke five seconds into having it. And like, oh, how about I need another one? I'm like, well, <laughs> your rash should have kept it in your bag. Not my fault. And I said, we better not be crying. I have to go. I have to go full uh, Robert De Niro on them. And it, 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 I was like, I better not see crying. Um, but I was, but no, it, it was fun. It's always enjoyable there. We had the, we our third and final game for one of the groups, a family of four kids. Came in and joined us. And I'm like to Ryan, these kids aren't going to be safe at all. And nope. I, I show no mercy on them. I'm like, that's what happens when you join Noel Dog when you play Laser Gate. It's like SEAL Team Six with Kyle, whatever his name is, Chris Kyle. <laughs> you gone. <laughs> it, it was it was me, Coleman, and these two, and his brother and two other kids. We're all it was our little squad, and of course we lost. We lost a few. We had we had a Durberger moment with Coleman. He he ran into the uh, he ran right into some two by fours. Oh. It was it was horrible. Then on top of that, that was even the best part of the day. So later that night, I'm I'm going to I'm seeing Billy Joel at Fenway, and as as I mentioned to you, my frustrations last night. Um, I was going, it was supposed to be last summer. I come this summer. I go back home because I had a Durberger moment and I left my tickets at home and I'm playing the drive with my sister's car and I put it in park. No, I would think most cars, you know, go in park. No, this car decided to go, kept deciding to go backwards and started um, going reverse and started falling, uh, like uh, going backwards. So I had to put the emergency brake on 
And then my mother came out and tried to drive it because she's like, what the fuck's happening? And she couldn't even get it to drive. She was she put it in a drive and it was like driving one mile per hour over a speed bump. There was no success. So she had to drive me to Attleboro to meet my friend. Uh. And that was great. And then the, the then the grand part of that night was, oh, yeah, we don't accept the long version ID, so I can't sell you beer. I'm like, you motherfucker, I'm giving you business that you're making barely any money living by. Probably have two kids, probably divorced, selling beer. And I just was stupid. Then, of course, I was like, great. Now my night semi room because I can't get Bud Light, although that's not the best. And then all of a sudden the angels were singing and the clouds were coming down like like they were in a, the, uh, what, the SpongeBob episode where they see the uh, oldest bubble. And I was like, oh, and this guy with Miller Light came by and he, he seemed like he was a he was he was he, he seemed like Ronnie one combo one taco short of a combo meal. He he, he was he was out there. I was like, oh, my God, he cracked him for me was. It was a uh, excellent, but uh, it was it was a wild wild night, and I was like, "Thank God for this good music, not this TikTok shit that's playing all <laughs> over the radio." And um, who said? Oh, it's Coleman who said it. Um, it was like, "Yeah, they play this stuff all the time on the radio." I'm like, "My man, my brother, he's correct." They do. And they do. Like, it, it's 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 corrupting modern music and it's corrupting modern minds because I don't want to hear uh. None of that stuff. On top of seeing your girlfriend's favorite singer in the world getting a Fortnite skin for three days. Yeah. I was like, boo, hiss, hiss. Um, but it is. Hey, if Rick and Morty got one, then yeah, I guess you can get one. And, Who is it going? Uh, even the Mickey got one. Yeah, even Le, even Le, Jaundice James got one. <laughs> even LaFraud got one, which is something I, I'll talk about in a little bit my dear guest, Ralph Cruz, here. Um, on the Known Car at Night show, um, it's just it's it's been a wonderful it's it's been weird i mean but life's been life's been not too bad as of late for old old dog and i'm sure yourself at at camp we got carnival games coming back tomorrow so it should be that should be fun i um trying to think oh eric we had another camper another camp uh camper who talked like uh who talked like adam sandler (laughs) from a few (laughs) years ago who, who we like to take our picture. That parent was uh, getting a little antsy about her child getting signed up for next week. And I was like, listen, I know nothing of this. Why are you asking me? And it just was, well, but, you know, with, without further ado, um, you know, I'd like to transition to what I really wanted to talk about, have you on for is the NBA. Now the season's over and now it's free agency. And there's been a lot of, a lot of questionable moves that have been, part of this now if my printer was working and i could print stuff off i could easily read it off but i it's just been it's just been so weird and it's just i mean whether regardless if it's you know the draft and i'll get your opinion on that later or the russell westbrook that situation or these a lot of these players getting humongous fucking contracts and they don't deserve it it just it just is for you though did you watch the draft yeah, I watched like the first, um, probably like the first ten picks because usually after that it's like, yeah, yeah, it's like, you who know, cares. Um, fear that did were you did you? I mean, I don't know how often, I don't know how much you pay attention to college basketball. Were you like, were you surprised at all any of the picks that gone like the first when when you were watching? I was surprised that Jalen Suggs' draft um pick went down. So like he was supposed to allegedly go to the Raptors. I'm not sure, I forgot what pick the Raptors had, but he dropped. He wasn't supposed to be that low of a pick. He was supposed to be a much higher pick. So that's what really surprised me. And a lot of people were surprised about that too. 
where allegedly he had a bad workout with the Raptors. Uh, well, they could have used him now that uh, uh, what Kyle Lowry is now going to uh, Pat Riley. Um, mm. I, don't, I don't know who the Celtics drafted, so you might have a better idea for me. But if they drafted someone, they may not have had a pick. But do you think that they did a fine selection if they had one? I don't know if they... Uh, I mean, right now they're probably not too worried about drafting. It's more about getting a bench, a bench going and more role players, obviously, for Tatum and Brown, especially now that Kemba's gone too. So we need like a point guard. That's another big thing that we need. But overall, this isn't like the year for us to do anything. I feel like next year because we're building for that max contract spot. Oh, yeah. And now with what's his name that coached with San Antonio, where else it was? Ime, whatever his name is, coming in, and Brad Stevens going to president of basketball operations because he definitely deserves that position. Mm, I was um, on the field, but I mean, I'm happy. I'm happy with my Rockets picked up. I mean, I don't. Besides you or I, I don't really watch college basketball besides the March Madness. I mean, I think Jalen Green was, you know, I guess a decent pick. I mean, I I, I didn't watch. That was but, pick. I, 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 that was expected though. I I know reading. I was reading. You know, they expected the first three picks to go where they were. I mean. If they can keep Kevin Porter Jr., you know, down for a few years, and, you know, some to a long extension, they have him, they have Christian Wood, and they have um, uh, Jay Shante. They, they have a good a, a good squad that will be good in a, a few years. Maybe get rid of uh, Jeff Hornacek, whatever his name is, their assistant coach who coached for uh, was it Atlanta a few years ago. I forget who it was, but a few or no the wiz no not the wizards anyways they, they they're going down the line they they got some space to go i'm upset that they didn't keep kelly olenic but yeah. that's what that would have turned out to be because now he's getting a massive fucking contract which is something that I, I i can't believe but props to him for for doing that um i read something interesting and i'm, I'm curious to get your take because i'm sure you're a fan of him or were when he was on the team but i saw that there were rumors that isaiah thomas may be coming back to the celtics they're thinking about it now he's older than he was then. He's had whatever hip surgery it was that affects you know a basketball player. And for you though, I mean now you know they had the chance to sign him to a max contract, they didn't, and now they're going to get him for dirt cheap like they signed him to originally. Would you like to see him back as a Celtic? I wouldn't mind it, especially now that the point guard position's like kind of like a void. Yeah. Why not? If he's going to get him for cheap, you know what's the worst that can happen? Would you would you, you know? want would you want him to start? Probably not. We'll see. Definitely off the bench. But if I mean, we'll we'll see. Because who else we'll would be see. starting? Evan Fournier. If they even he went to the Knicks. That's right. Yeah, they don't have anywhere. I was just thinking as I was. Yeah. yeah so now they, they they have a wide shoot shoes to fill at the the, the uh backward. You could they? throw Marcus Smart there. You could. But then I also saw rumors that Dennis Schroeder is in the talks yeah. too because. I guess he wanted like 120 mil from the Lakers, and the Lakers yeah. were like, no. Yeah. Now G- the Lakers. The, the GM, GM is not going to give him that. And now, like, the Lakers are running out of cap space. So now Dennis Schroeder's like, dog, where am I supposed to go now? Yeah. He's like, oh, where are we going to go? Because now the, now the GM signed all the uh, old fucks from uh, the, the retirement home. Yeah. They were, yeah. He got all those old. Um, Old boy. I mean, I'm, I mean, he was amazing. For, I mean, I don't, I don't want to say amazing. That's a stretch. He was good for the team, the Celtics then. But it was just a shame how that ended. Then obviously, you know, the the stretch of teams he played for. Then he was out of the league for a little bit. And then the, whatever else it was. But I mean, it's it's definitely something that I'm interested, uh, I'm curious to see what happens now. 
the big story of free agency in, on draft night was the Russell Westbrook trade. Now, for me, Russell Westbrook, obviously because of the Rockets, he has problems, I think, with not being the number one player on his team, having the ball. He obviously didn't get along well with Harden, I would think. Maybe I, I, I'm not too sure he knows mindset. And then you see with the Wizards, you know, he wasn't there for too long. Now he's getting a big contract and he's getting older. And he's playing for the Lakers, who already have about 5,000 fucking people who have tens of millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars worth of contract on that team. And it's like, how, how does he – I don't know how he thinks he's going to get a lot of the ball when he's got the Mickey on the team and he's got a Disney and, and a smattering of other players on that team. That I just I, – I don't see how that's going to work out for the long term. Mm. So I feel like Westbrook – I mean, it could work out, but he needs to take on the role that, like, James Harden took on when he went to the Nets. Because you notice how James Harden became more of a, a ball distributor yeah. rather than, like, that guy. He has exactly. to be more of that guy distributing and getting people the ball where they can score and be um, efficient. If he can do that, then it'll work out tremendously because then that takes a load off of LeBron especially and Anthony Davis. And then also he can get his by scoring because James Harden is still successful while he distributes. Oh, yeah. He may not score as much, but he still scores, but his assists are like off the charts too. And then him just being, you know, that floor general similar to Chris Paul is amazing. But how, but how, how did the, I'm curious though, how do the Lakers have this amount of cap space for Russell Westbrook when they already have all these other players signed to at Rangers contracts? I have no idea. The money part's always, like, kind of tricky with me, with cap space and all that, but I'm just, like, in the same boat as you right now. I have no idea. Maybe they, like, they cut some players. Obviously, with the trade with Kuzma and Montrez, might probably saved them a couple bucks. Them not re-signing Schroeder, obviously, might have saved them a couple bucks. And they trade Caruso, who who signed a pretty yeah. good contract for, I yeah. where it was, Chicago? Um, yep. Yep. It's, it's just it's something and it, it tells you like, you know, it's, it's all about the money now where years ago in the 90s or, was, or even a few years before that, it, it was more, you know, but I mean, I'm sure it's, it's still basketball to a degree, but it's it's been such a money pit nowadays. Um, but now I'm curious. Um, I, I have, you know, some of the big, not big players, but big contracts I saw. And I, I want to get, you know, whether you can say it could be just one word or, you know, a sentence on European of it. So. Duncan Robinson, five-year, $90 million contract from Miami. Mm, I feel like that's too long of a contract. Well, let me grab my – I want to do the math and see how much per year that is. So you said five years, $90 million? Yeah, that, yeah, that's like – Yeah, like $18 million a year. Yeah, mm-hmm. for him? I would probably I would probably see if maybe I can make that smaller. And then if he gets better, he might have got a bigger contract. Maybe it's a fifth-year option. Well, I mean, not too shabby. Money's money. Yeah. Um. Okay, so then uh, Daniel Tice signs with my Rockets. Four years, $36 million. That's a good pickup. Daniel Tice, I, I really love Daniel Tice. He's an excellent role player, and he got his buckets. That's a good pickup for the Rockets. But they also they already have Christian Wood. He'll play well with Christian Wood because you can push Daniel Tice to the power forward or vice yeah. versa with Christian Wood. They might play really well together, but Daniel Tice is a really good role player. Okay, so now uh, what about what now? We talked about the Celtics and Kemba. 
what about what thoughts on his you know contract being bought out by OKC so he can return back to the Knicks? That actually kind of surprised me because I thought that would just kind of be like a dead end destination for Kemba. Yeah, but they bought him out. I mean, they got picks for him and all that, so they probably didn't really much need him. But I mean, it's good for the Knicks, and they're picking him up for like eight million. Um, okay, so now Lonzo Ball, eighty-five, four-year, eighty-five million dollar contract for Chicago. Should be interesting. I expected him to kind of stay in New Orleans because yeah. they had like a good young core. But mm, that's not too shabby. We'll see where it goes because Lonzo's a good ball player too. Demar Derozan, three-year, eighty-five million dollar contract. Not too bad. Surprising Chicago. I didn't expect him to leave San Antonio. There was rumors he was going to go to the Lakers. So yeah, I just I'm I just mean, shocked for him though. I mean, it's another situation similar to you know Russell Westbrook, only in the sense that not production wise or statistic wise, but age wise, Demar Derozan's getting up there in age, and I mean. He did fine for, you know, San Antonio. I think Popovich loved ha- liked having him on the team, similar to, like, Lamar uh, Aldridge. Um, but I just – I think $85 million for him, who's not playing at an all-star level particularly at this age. I, mean, I don't know. I, I just – it's – whatever. Uh, now, this one was probably the most surprising out of this. Jared Allen signing a five-year, $100 million contract when they just drafted Evan fucking Mobley. So it's like, how? The guy guy does what? 10 and 10 a night, maybe, for a season? He's done probably his career at 10 and 10. So it's like, $100 fucking million for this guy who's, I don't know, played for Brooklyn when they were shit. All I know is is get that man's agent into the Hall of Fame now, (laughs) right next to to Gordon Hayward's agent. Yes, right next to his agent. And and, um, I'm trying to think of who else. um, No, didn't... uh, Who's the little dude who, who played for who played for the Celtics in the year after he went to uh, Charlotte? Oh, oh, Terry Rozier. Didn't he get a big contract for that team as well? I don't know. I know that was this like a sign-in trade for Kemba for Terry Rozier. I don't know. He might have got like a decent. But get a get a Jared Allen's uh, uh, agent, uh, agent a ring. Get get him that gold <laughs> ring. Get him to the Hall of Fame now. Yeah, as a contributor, because that, that was the biggest deal of a century from that team. I mean, you gotta be some you gotta be riding the short bus if you're paying that much money for a guy of that level. And it's just I like mean, good for him. Yeah, good, good for him. Exactly. Good, good for him. Being in uh um Cleveland for another five years, because that's definitely a great place to be. Mm. Um it's just I mean and that though, in that situation. How much, like, how smart of an investment is that for the team signing him for that amount of money? I mean, I, I, apparently they ex- are expect they rely on him heavily if they're paying him five years, hundred million dollars. I just, yeah. I mean, I mean that, that's similar to. I mean, I know, I, I know, you know, Miami went to the finals a few years, uh, not obviously this past year, but the year prior in the bubble, um, and you know they relied on their core uh, that they're core and a few of the bench players a lot and they were good that year but it's like uh, back to the um who was it um duncan robinson it's like you rely on this man so much that you're paying him 18 million some of these guys should get half of that if that um because they're not providing i think it should be it, it should be more based off what you're providing statistically than i i, I think fundamentals in a sense i don't know it's, it's just it's 
it's just unbelievable. I just I don't get it, but God bless him for stealing for uh, hitting it rich. And it's just it's it's I, I just I, I don't get it. Um, whatever though. Um, another thing I wanted to talk about are the Olympics, which is also wanting to a close soon. I don't know how much you've been paying attention to that. Um, yeah. do, do, have you had a favorite event that you watched? Basketball is usually my go-to event, but it's tough to watch since it's in Japan and the 13-hour time difference. Yes. So usually when Team USA plays, it's already like midnight for us. Yes. I know usually sometimes we get lucky and they play when it's like 9 o'clock over here. Not to mention not to mention the time difference, but also that they've, they've sucked so far besides. I mean, now that they're you know, making the gold medal game, so I should take that back and they're having the snake save, save the day once again, KD. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I mean, my favorite was what was it? I, I like I like uh, uh what was it? Fencing. I like when the referee really? in his jacket comes up every five minutes and does hand signals like he's Andrew West is flying a plane at a TF Green. Um, it, it was weird. Every five seconds, the guy was coming back up. I also liked the. Uh, it was a, it was like um, competitive like whitewater like kayaking whatever. Yeah, I saw that. And I was like, what's what's, what's God bless him, good for them. Um, like watching a. Uh, Luke Brown's crowd uh, with their X Games skateboarding. That was oh yeah, eighteen year olds winning it. Um, but I think the biggest you know story of the whole thing was not the uh, cardboard beds, but was Simone Biles' uh, situation. Um, I mean, you, you've seen that a lot lately in sports where players you know taking mental health more of a role into it, and then you see a lot of people down south getting pissed off about it. Because someone of a different color is doing this, um, but it, 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 it's it, it's definitely something that's you know worth looking at because it's like obviously you want them to be at their best, uh, but it's like, it, it, and I mean for me, honest for me personally, it's it's like yeah, this sucks dealing with it, but like just let them deal with it and like we don't need to make a big deal about it. And it was almost, it was also like I mean for this, this is different. In a sense, compared to Naomi Osaka when she dropped out of French Open, or was because you know she didn't want to ask any interview quite or get any interview questions to her. And it's like in that situation, it's different because it's like you that's part of your job, it's three seconds and you just play four hours of tennis. Whereas this, it's like they're barely getting paid to do it, but it's just like whatever. I, I, I don't, I don't know, I don't want to get, I don't want to, you know, get canceled. There, although a lot of people definitely tune into this. Um, <laughs> It's just, I mean, God bless them that they had talent to, you know, help them out. But it's 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 a different timeline where we need to make this, you know, a bigger deal mm-hmm. as it is. Yeah. But it, it, it which is it, uh, it makes all those sorority girls post about, you know, check people actually being respectful on their stories. Um, <laughs> that you should do where it's like, oh yeah, check in on the people that are, tend to be a little more quieter, or you know, mm-hmm. your best days are yet to come. So don't worry so much. And it's like, mm-hmm. are you really posting this stuff? Because I know for a fact. If some nerd walked by you, there's no chance in my no, mind what? that no chance. your orange, your Donald Trump-looking skin color ain't gonna be walking up to them no. and talking to them. Um, I, I just, I, I hate that. And I was telling that to who was that? I was telling to one of the staff members today. I hate that. I hate when pe- fucking people post that because, like, you, that's bullshit. First of all, I also hate people, I also hate when people post like their food on like inst- their stores, like their yogurt bowls. I'm like. I don't give a fuck what you're eating. Okay. Your your uh, blueberry banana chai uh, yogurt bowl doesn't appear to me. And what I also hate is when people like Christina 
post them getting like nutrition dynamics, chocolate um, milkshakes, and they pretend to be like, oh, I'm, I'm acting healthy. And that's like, no, you're not. You're drinking a milkshake. <laughs> it's like, that's not going to solve the fucking world's problem of uh, overweightness. It, it's just, I, I hate that. But I hate when people post, you know, mental health is an, another thing. That, that's something that's definitely important to worry about and try to help. But I hate when people post, oh, yeah, your best days are yet to come. Uh, check in on these people. It's like, you wouldn't check on these people. And it's like, yep. you, you, you wouldn't. I mean, like, if anything's wrong, I'm going to ask them. But I'm not going to post this to make it seem like, oh, people, you know, I, I generally care about what everyone else is saying. It's just, it's, it's, it's stupid. But that's, that's just, that's just, you know, what um, the, the deal is. I, it's, it's, it's just a crazy world. And it sucks that, it's probably going to most likely be a giant fucking second surge of this pandemic because people still can't wear yeah. their fucking mask and get the shot. And I saw this yep. interesting, this funny tweet on social media. Um, it was like, oh, yeah, Republicans, you know, when it comes to voter ID, uh, voting, oh, yeah, you need to have your ID. You need to have your ID. And then when it comes to COVID vaccines, oh, no, I don't need to show any idea proof. I don't need to show a card. <laughs> I was like, that's yep. not true. It's just, it, it's sad. And I just have a suspicion that Ryan's going to be a, a, um, a, what's it called? A, uh, not scapegoat, but it's going to fall victim to this because other states around them haven't. But it's weird, though, because when I went to the Red Sox game tonight, as I'm scrambling in every different fucking direction, thousands of people there at the concert, barely anybody I saw wearing a mask, especially since Fenway's around a bunch of hospitals and health clinics, whatever you want to call it. It's, it's just it's a wild, wild, wild time that you know we find ourselves in with. And I mean, hey, that's that's why I did this whole thing, you know, to have people such as yourself, like, who I have a great appreciation for to be able to do something like this because, you know, we're all fucked either way. And yep. it's, it's, it's just, it, it is what it is. And I'm, I'm just glad that, you know, stuff's opening back up, but it's, it's going to close back down shortly. It's, it's just, it's sad, you know, to be honest, it, it, it really is. And I mean, this is really the only thing I've been looking forward to, you know, besides obviously work to get through. So, I mean, I, I'm looking forward to continue doing this, obviously, you know, Hopefully, you know, you, I know for a fact, I know for a fact, many people aren't going to jump immediately to come on this if, if um, they're big time players. So I'm sure you, I'll, you'll, we'll be having more conversations on here. But I mean, where did I have wrote down, wrote down somewhere? Obviously, you know, Mr. Lynch having him on here, you know, big time URI athletics, you know, Cumberland Hall of Fame, URI Hall of Fame. Um, this girl who ran track for URI, a uh, lot of black, who was like a New England champion, NCAA, like qualifier all four years of college. Um, a bunch of the URI basketball players, former and uh, current, a few of the coaches. Um, so I have on. Oh, uh, John Galuli, former writer for High School Sports for the Pro Joe. Then um, who was the other guy? Um, shit, I forget his name. Anyways, regardless, um, I just I have big names in, in time because no, Noel Duck wants to take this to the moon like Dogecoin, and the modern the modern not day. Right now. Yeah, not right now. <laughs> not right now. Not right now. Um, no, but more like more like the Joe Rogan, except not as stupid as Joe Rogan is. It, it's just it's, it's interesting. But you know, I gotta I gotta put it out there and say, listen, here's the deal. This is gonna benefit both you and myself because this is a humongous operation. Here. Um, but it's it, it's 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 uh it's definitely it's it's definitely enjoyable, and I appreciate you know having you on here because it's definitely a, a good time. And we'll have to go to Applebee's uh, shortly. I this obviously this weekend I can, and that's too short of a notice. And I know a few others can't, but. I mean, we'll just have to go with Ryan and sit at the Applebee's bar now. Buffalo, mm-hmm. Buffalo, uh, bonus wings. But uh, no, Rob, I thank you. You know, for helping me out with this. This this went by 
super fast, but that's always enjoyable. But I, I, I can't begin to express, you know, the appreciation I have for you helping me out with this. And I, I greatly appreciate, you know, you jumping immediately always to, to, to do this for myself. Yeah, I love doing it. You know, I had to go for the, the six peat. Yes. Oh, I'm, you sure, know? I'm sure there's going to be a Celtics in the 60s and 50s scenario here where you're going to be on many, many more times to come. Um, just, Soon it'll be the, the Bill Russell episode yes, or something the, like that. Yes, <laughs> yes the Bill, the, although, I, although I got rid of, you know, naming each episode a, a, a unique name, um, I'll have to, the Bill Russell episode um, be a great name. There'll be many more stories that I'll, I'll, I can share with you later, and I'm sure Ryan would share as well but no for all the, and i forgot to do this at the beginning folks if you enjoy this program and i hope you do you know i try my best on here and i'll be honest with you not that many people on here you know are tuning in week to week but it doesn't matter because i obviously you know this i mean to me myself the guests i've had friends co-workers for my school athletes and stuff they mean a great deal to me and they have significance in my life and although you may not know me it's, it's great fun and a great episode I, I i just ask you know like it smash the fucking subscribe button to the moon unlike dogecoin and follow, <laughs> share, like, do all that grand stuff, leave a review. And and I just appreciate it because the show, you know, it's going to be climbing up and up and up and going to be getting better. And one day you're going to look back at this show and be like, wow, those episodes with Rob Cruz, those early ones where he was doing it in his house with a green screen, no one was in the green screen, like bad lighting and microphone and stuff. Those are really classic stuff. And it's just, it's a fun thing. And I really want this to be the best. So uh, we'll see each other in the future. I thank you again tremendously for everyone tuning in liking it viewing and all that grand stuff and in the words of a hero and a role model johnny carson i bid you all a heartfelt good night see you soon folks peace